You a sports fan, Mike? Yeah, I'd say so. You know, like uh, I'm not, I'm not crazy, I'm not crazy and fanatical, but uh, you know, I like playoff hockey. I like, uh, I like basketball. Like do, some... do you, do you, do you, do you prefer? Do you like? Are you, are you aligned with the team or with the players? Um, I'm aligned with a local team uh, because I, I find I identify with them more, and I have favorite players on different teams just because I like their game or I like their pers- their personas. So uh, the reason why, obviously, we're, this is not a sports show, uh, but I think <laughs> there's something about what's happening among the superheroes out there that's similar to what's happening on their sports teams, where the, the, the superheroes are basically aligning themselves with different teams. And so far... Every, the, the two things are the same. If you're like an Angel fan, you're also an X-Men fan because they're one and the same. Or if you're like a Human Torch fan, you're a Fantastic Four fan because they're one and the same. And nobody has like switched teams before. But it could happen, just like it happens in sports. Yeah. There's no reason that it wouldn't, right? So if you're like the thing and you decide, you know what, there's a better, uh, my, you know, his talents would be better utilized with the Avengers, which may be true. Why wouldn't he just join them? Except... Um, out of some kind of, I guess, so I suppose loyalty, but um, yeah, why not? Yeah, I think we're seeing that happen right now. I think um, because just the other day in in New York Harbor, there was a, a boat that was attacked by some sort of like I don't know, I'm going to call them pirates, but they were they were <laughs> some sort of robbers who were trying to take over the boat, and um, the the Human Torch came out to try to stop them, but it wasn't just the Human Torch. It was the Human Torch and Iceman, and two heroes that we're not used to seeing together at the same place in the same time. Right, So you and you've talked about this before, so you think that maybe this is somehow a connection, what, one or the other might be kind of defecting to the other team, and this is a some kind of like tryout, I suppose, to see if they work well together? Well, we saw this with Spider-Man a, a, a while back, right, when we were debating whether Sp- there was lots of rumors that Spider-Man was going to join the Fantastic Four, and then we saw him doing these things with the Human Torch that seemed like a tryout. No, it was never verified that's what it was, but it sure seemed that way. Um, he clearly has not joined the Fantastic Four, which is why I had to buy you that steak dinner. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, uh, hey, it's not over yet. Maybe there's still there's still time. Um, but it seems like the similar thing was happening now with Iceman. That Iceman was basically auditioning to join the Fantastic Four. Well, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to actually if they'd actually do an interview to see if we could learn more about like the 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 dynamics on the teams to see why they might want to say leave their current team to go to another one. I mean, what, what's the advantage, what are the advantages and disadvantages of being a member of the Fantastic Four versus the X-Men? Well, um, I think they're, they're, they're doing different things, right? The Fantastic Four right? seem to be dealing with uh, situations around like alien invasions and so on. Um, the Fantastic, the, the, and they, they work sometimes with the government and sometimes without, they seem to have their own funding sources. The X-Men on the other hand, seem to be working very closely with the government. Um, they, We've only seen them like work in public a handful of times, and the majority of those times have been dealing with uh, this the Magneto guy. Yeah, so maybe maybe it's, yes, maybe it's a change of pace. Maybe if you're if you're say the Iceman on the X Men, you're kind of tired of working for the government. You want to go to space. I can see that. But yeah, well, let me well, ask you I, this, Ed. Yeah. What's fire and ice? As a, as, a, as a team like i mean like a, they're opposites so like is it I, I don't know it's it's it has a superficial attraction to it because it's opposites but at the same time it's actually it's also opposites like 
is that really what you want on your team? Like, do we really need to say it's getting too hot here? So we need somebody who can cool it down real quick. Iceman, you're on the you're, you're on the Fantastic Four now. It does seem hey, kind of odd. I, well, I think there's there's two ways to go about building a team. So way number one is you find a bunch of people that are all aligned, all kind of the same. And they basically work together because they, they, they kind of think the same way. They operate the same way. Um, a lot of times the military w- works this way, right? Like they try to turn everybody into the same kind of like machine that are interchangeable, interchangeable parts. The right. second way, and, and that works really, really well if you have a very defined goal on what you're trying to achieve. Uh, and you've been doing it before and you just want to basically keep doing the same stuff. The other way you build a team is with diversity. And you get people who think very differently and they may not get along as well, but they... Uh, um, but they play off each other, and they bit them all. They bring different strengths to the table. Like this is like the the classic heist movie. If you want to go and like break into a bank or break and steal from the, the the Las Vegas casinos, you want like somebody who's going to be charming and someone who can like do explosions and somebody who can like distract the guards and I don't know somebody who's like really fast. You basically build this like kind of like a um, a diverse group of people with different talents and skills. And and I would argue that superhero teams need more of the latter than the former. Yeah, I can see that. It's just though, but you're not describing something that that would make you think that we have somebody that burns, somebody burns through uh, something, and then somebody who freezes things. It just doesn't seem. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just being quite negative on what Iceman brings to the table. <laughs> I, I fully understand what Human Torch does. Like the Human Torch can fly, uh, and it's an offensive weapon. And like whereas Iceman cools things off. No, no, he, 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 can, oh. he can like he can. He, he's. I, I, I would argue that assuming you're not going to be an evil supervillain, uh, ice powers are so much more useful than fire powers. Like if you want to contain somebody, you can like freeze their feet into blocks of ice, and like they're not going anywhere. You can create walls. Like, what are you going to do with fire? You're just going to cause third degree burns and like like yeah. skin grafts to like save your, save the villains after the fact. I guess I can see your point. So you're saying that ice man's more useful than human torch. I don't know. In, in most cases, I think. Now, Iceman can't fly. Flying is obviously c- clearly a useful case. But it, it shows you this is what the diversity is for, right? So if you just need to blow something up, the Human Torch is your guy. But if you need to contain something, Iceman is your guy. If you need to fly, then that's what Human Torch is for. If you need to, I don't know, make something really slippery, fire can't do that, but ice can. So I think they work well. They're, they're complements of each other. Their, their powers are not the same. Hmm. I, think that there's, I think they're still used for similar kind of like intense offensive uh, uses as opposed to like, I don't know the way that um, that's Johnny Johnny Storm is a human torch is on is on the team can fly, and he can like do recon, whereas like the thing can like just break stuff and jam and and be the muscle. Yeah, and, like and Reed Richards is the brain, and Sue Storm yeah. is like another recon person. But yeah, but I think like, like you're talking like if if, the, if Giant Man came onto the team, it wouldn't make sense. Like or the Hulk, they basically uh, um, like interchangeable with with the thing. Now, if you have, maybe you need a whole team of like the Hulk and the Thing and Giant Man, and Thor, and they're just going to go and break things. But I think most of the time you need this diversity to figure out because you don't know what problem you're going to have to solve. I think mm-hmm. the bigger issue with Iceman is not with Human Torch; it's with with the uh, with, it's with Sue Storm. Now that Sue can create invisible f- barriers, invisible walls, that seems very similar to what Iceman's bringing to the table. Yeah. So then. And so that begs the question: Is this really a tryout? That uh, for and if so, who is trying out for whom? Oh, a good point. We've all we, I've been coming into the assumption that this was Iceman trying out for the Fantastic Four, but is is it the Human Torch trying out for uh, for the X Men? Yeah, maybe maybe the Human Torch is thinking I don't want to be around all these adults because he's a teenager. And he wants to be around other teenagers. 
Yeah, and so so far the X Men are all very young. Um, we know the Human Torch has, has quit the Fantastic Four in the past. That makes a yeah. lot more sense than Iceman picking up and, and leaving this new team. It could be the Human Torch just look, thinking the grass is greener. Yeah, see, I, I've been thinking about this, Eddie. So no, I think uh, we should investigate it a bit further. But uh, and by that I mean listen to the radio, <laughs> read the newspapers about any future quote unquote team ups, and to see you know, and then to to see if we can figure out like based on the patterns and the, and the, and the, and the type of team up that's happening, whether it's it's a try which team it's a tryout for. Well, and, and, and so we've been assuming that all of these choices are the actual players involved. That that Johnny and Iceman and so on are making the choices themselves. And Spider-Man's making the choice himself. But um, in in sports, in the sports uh, and metaphor and analogy that I provided, the players don't always have these choices. Yeah. So you think that the head of the Fantastic Four is making the choice and deciding, well, like, mm, maybe we should like have somebody else involved here. Well, maybe like if, if Fantastic, if if the X Men want to like take the Human Torch and have him join the team, like maybe they have to like maybe like the whoever is overseeing the X Men needs to go to whoever's overseeing the Fantastic Four and they have a conversation about hey, what what type of payment are they going to get in return? Do they have to trade? Are they going to is is, is uh, like <laughs> Human Torch joins the X Men and and the Fantastic Four get Angel plus a first round draft pick? Maybe so. Maybe what we're looking at is the beginning of like the talent race, right? So maybe there's going to be some consolidation of superhero teams is what we're seeing the beginning of where, so say maybe Reed Richards is realizing that it indeed is limiting to put the size of your team in the name of your name, in your team name, uh, Fantastic Four. And he's branching out thinking that we need to get more people here, Fantastic Five or the Fantastic, you know, platoon or something. And same thing with the X-Men there. Maybe they're trying to figure out we need to grow this team. We need to actually, because we're not going to get the best assignments or, be the first look on, say, interdimensional invasions, unless we have certain types, certain types of heroes and a certain volume in number of heroes to, to uh, to throw at the wall. Well, I, I think part part of the challenge here is, is is getting into costs because once you have these talent wars, once like people start realize, once these team, once these the the dynamic between the teams and the players turns such that the players are worth so much more than the team is. If people are fans of the Human Torch more than they're fans of Fantastic Four, if they're fans of Iceman more than they're fans of, of the of the X Men, uh, the the players end up getting leverage over their team over their teams and uh, and their costs go up. And so, in which case maybe Reed Richards calling the Fantastic Four was the smartest move ever. It's it's a way to contain his costs. Yeah, maybe. And uh, but whatever it is, though, I mean, you know that. In business, sometimes you do have to grow. Sometimes you do need to pay for the talent, and so we just don't know. And, and maybe it isn't necessarily that the um, in the, using the sports analogy, these the, you know the star athletes aren't necessarily getting overpaid. They're just being compensated fairly, and it's the only way that the team can remain competitive. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see um, how this all shakes out. If like if all these super teams are kind of start to basically fight each other for for talent because it's a it's the only way that they can remain relevant in this increasingly celebrity-based superhero world. Yeah, my, my, my advice for Reed Richards and other people running teams is, um, is, is two words. Salary cap. 